Kozlowski Leon, engineer, waste disposal, file section, new employee, six days. Calling Mr. Weber, please report to zone A, sector nine. Replication sentry, level nine. We have a B1 security. Sit down. What are your notifications like? Like, is your phone just constantly blowing up? Completely or? turned off. Oh, really? Completely, one hundred percent. Yeah, that, I do not get notifications. Do you do you do you do shit from your phone, or you just like tweet deck like real operator shit? I mean, in all honesty, I, I have started a podcast to just even try to begin to explain to people what it is I'm doing. Um, so I, I don't know if I can answer that in. Um, in, in you know like like a short form yeah bite-sized well, way uh that's but, okay. but we, if we get more specific i can yeah well, we should start at the beginning that's why i've invited you on this podcast to explain yourself and how you do this thing that you're, oh, good this amazing thing you're doing <laughs> keep um, in mind I, I didn't even ask I, I i do not know what i'm here for so okay. <laughs> uh 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 you're here because i saw what you were doing and i knew, and i looked at this and i said a person is doing this thing uh what i would call memetic warfare and that is an interesting thing to keep an eye on and see what happens. And I don't, I don't remember uh, what the exact uh, context was, but I believe there was some, um, some message like, let's go melt the president's brain by claiming that Antifa is after him and is a yeah, real thing. Yeah. And it's, it's, <laughs> That's correct. Yes, it yes, would, yes. Go it on. would be hard to say, it would be hard to deny that that has happened. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think you might be at, at least uh, to blame, if not responsible. Um, okay, so when it comes to being avowed for the activities, when it comes to exactly how much am I personally responsible for, the, the, the real issue here is that that is anyone's guess. It, it has less to do with um, what I might personally claim, what someone else might claim, uh, because we're, we're talking about things that, that by definition are, are defined by a social reality. That's a, that's a really good uh, backpedal. So understand, I, I'm I not like vague. trying to to be also not trying to overbrag or or underbrag. It, it it's a really confusing subject, and um, what I what I mostly am is is just at this point with with a little bit season of his. For our, first, I want to say I'm with I'm I'm here with uh, Rusty, internet troll, genius mind behind some of your favorite internet feeds. And uh, well, I don't know, about, I'm okay. That one word out in your mind. I don't mean on the tape here. I. I I'm not saying that word, but yes, I agree with you. I, I am literally a cat in space, floating in a small satellite for the rest of my life, just looking down on Earth and gathering data. I literally an internet troll, and everything that happens on this podcast is exactly as true as those statements. Like you were doing stochastic clowning around in a way that uh, matches your routines or your bits, uh, seems to carry through a general attitude of jokerification. Oh yeah, that's me. Uh, smile. That's you, and that's that's probably why I originally followed you before, long before these uh, these viral bits this summer. One of the reasons it's hard to talk about this is what I did originally was just kind of constantly every few days uh, shift the AVI, the banner, the profile name, and also the account name, uh, and basically sometimes from thread to thread for uh -huh. about a year and a half straight. So what wow. that created was a situation 
there wasn't an account Text name because you've you've changed the name in some of um that that's a mechanic the app or in the platform itself uh, so, so, so <laughs> that 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 constantly shuffling um scenario uh is is what i ultimately you know developed and, and call the clown show now the but, but it, the, the whole idea uh was that it had this sort of don't talk about fight club vibe um but but taking it a step further where you literally just couldn't talk about it you, you could talk about a scenario or or a thing that had happened or a story or, or this guy or point to an active live account um but somebody coming by a week later you know would, would get let off down on some rabbit hole that i had set up and and you and by changing the account uh and the avi and all these things you're like change you're changing the context from which the posts are interpreted that's right so what's some of your favorite uh characters that you've been Oof, i did a thread on it uh, the, so the problem is i've got so many plates spinning and balls bouncing i, I actually just forget about them sometimes <laughs> it goes viral i'll be like oh yeah i did that thing back in april you know so I, I, it's hard to be comprehensive. Um, so at one point I went back and just collected the the clown bits, right? Just from last year. And, and there was 25 of them uh, to, to give you an idea of, of just how much, you know, uh, time on the back end I did putting all this together. Wow. Do you, do you have any friends in real life? Like, do you spend time <laughs> with other humans before um, quarantine? Since I have moved to the West Coast... And then the pandemic started almost immediately afterwards. No, ah, so um, you, from from where I come from, yes, quite a, quite a few. Sure, yeah. I mean, it, but it's, it is the nature of the of the times that we almost like travel weird places across the country to find any work, and then just live with a bunch of strangers in these terrifying little right. shithole apartments. In the last two years, that is my Airbnb's. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. and the last two years of my life have been exactly like that. Yeah. Well, it seems like you've used your time productively because you've started melting brains. The 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 bit that I think got uh, some news cycle uh, <laughs> that I really loved um, and that made me that made me think my my our listener would like to to see is uh, is you were you were posting as the uh, the interim president of anarchy. I think uh, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> that one really took off. <laughs> And and posting uh, secret facts about Antifa, including the of uh, of specific fact from the the, the organization Laura of Antifa. The, and yeah, and and you got you got this uh, this person unfacetiously reporting it on Fox News that uh, Antifa have an uh, official hierarchy and it includes juggalos and jokers. And clown commandos, yeah. Clown commandos, uh, and, and and further, the tweet directly above that, right? Like, so it's threaded. Um, it is a picture of you know the Joker with with Juggalo makeup. I mean, it it it's so obviously a, a bit, you know. Right, and, the, and and they just run it straight because what happens is when they look at my account history, um, you know, it, it, if you've got a conspiracy brain, my my account history will will spin you off on about ten thousand rabbit holes as far as you want to go, you know. You could, it could be believed to be anybody because it's got so many different uh, bits in it. Uh, uh, right, and, and so many of them are, are real to the extent that I, I actually did the thing. I, I was just wearing metaphorical clown makeup at the time. But, but like it'll, it'll actually take you to a place where, where real news will be reporting on it at a certain point. It, it just really spins them out. <laughs> I, found, I found it. Sorry, I'm going to read you your own tweet because my listeners need to know. It reads this way. For those confused as to the anti-fuck clown hierarchy, there isn't one. Juggalos are, are regulars. Jokers are auxiliaries outside the traditional command structure. 
and and this uh, person, whether whether ignorantly or not, read it on the on TV to uh, Fox Fox News viewers. But I want to point out they probably all still believe that that's true. And why wouldn't it be? At, at this point, they believe, as best I can tell, the the you know QAnon adjacent right wing nutters. Um, that that would be listening to Laura Logan had have convinced themselves that that actual clowns are actually in charge of Antifa. There, there's no other way to to you know in good faith describe the phenomenon. <laughs> well, it the actual clowns are in charge of most hierarchical structures, in my opinion. It seems to be a feature of the the like flow of managerial uh, idiocy. So the the clowns rise to the top. But Antifa, of course, isn't an organization, and none of us are in it because it's not a thing that. And, you and it most certainly is is not ran by you know the interim president of, of anarchy, right? In, in clown makeup, you know, I mean that 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 is not a thing that's happening. So I I think the ontological or uh, epistemological fracture in the world, which is what the, uh, the nerds call it when reality is broken, um, mm-hmm. I think that that it's really uh, come down to everybody having different sets of facts because most people are living in purely social realities that aren't like, they aren't like hugely impinged upon by material reality every day. Um, except in as much as they're hungry and sick and trapped in their homes now. Uh, but the, I think that there actually is a world in which there is a thing called Antifa and it is run by clowns, possibly official clowns. Like you would hire to come to your birthday party for your children uh, and they, there's a world in which that's true because there are people acting as if that's true. In the same way that there's a world in which all successful pod, lefty podcasters are evil Nazis because other people are jealous of their Patreon funds. Are we going to do it? Or are, uh, are we going to talk about it? Oh, yeah. We can definitely do that on this show. Do you ready? Okay. Yeah. What well, I mean, whenever, I mean, we, we just, whenever you like, because, um, you know, I was going to do that as a big reveal on, on mine, but I was even saying, you know, on, on the feed, uh, much rather do it on somebody else's podcast than my own. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but no, but we, I, I let's go ahead canceled. and say the word out loud right now. I would so, love so to we're be talking about like Gwen Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Here fine. we go. Come I believe, uh, other than maybe a throwaway reference, we may be the actual first people on a podcast, you know, to, to crack this can. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what do you think? Asset or liability? Like, like actual. Okay. So, actual so are you operator? asking what I think or are you asking what I would claim? Well, I, because wow, is that not two different things, right? I mean, I, I'm allowed to think things without that being an official claim. I'm allowed to even say what I think um, without no, no, saying this, that, uh, I, I, this that this person is, is a certain thing, things. right? Yeah. So I, I don't know which of them two are you asking. You know, We're how far right? am I willing how to go loud. out on the timeline and say? Um, what do you want to say? You know, what do you want to say on someone else's podcast? I think she's doing the same thing to Antifa that she did to Occupy, which is, uh, you know, she's a paid wrecker. Wow. Hell yeah. I did not I don't know, I don't know who's paying my connections. I oh, did that's how she got started in my youth, but uh So, you know, if you want to look up Philadelphia Occupy and and Gwen's history there, uh you'll see that mm-hmm. that she did sort of a similar but less sophisticated version there of of her routine now. In my opinion, I mean, just just my opinion, you know. Not, not something I'd go on the the TL to my 6,000, you know followers or my, my 12,000 YouTube followers and make a video about or, or, or try to demonstrate. But I mean, if you ask me what I think, that that's what I think. So I, I agree with you. Um, I, the only, the only 
thing that I find more plausible than this person being paid to wreck radical scenes is this person being paid to promote podcasts. Because I think right, have, that's I what I'm doing here. Yeah. This, I think I think on this podcast we've claimed before that that Gwen Snyder actually works for a marketing agency paid for by the Chapos um, to to raise their brand after the Bernie Sanders thing didn't work out. But I think paid wrecker is a much more like historically realistic or like historically centered approach. Like, like yeah, I, I don't think it's actually necessary to go as far as is to talk CoIntelPro or. Um, anything along them lines you know what, what we're seeing right now you know, on the protest side of things is is what looks like you know city and and police affiliated people in plain clothes take out loudspeakers and run around and try to disrupt the crowd and, and they call them peace police on on the timeline now you know yep. and yeah. and i feel that 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 we're looking at it's some similar phenomenon to that well yeah well that's that's what we call asset or liability on the show okay. which which refers to whether the person is officially an asset of an acronymed organization or whether they're just generally a liability to themselves and everyone around them we know oh, okay great I, i'll learn the lingo as i go here uh, keep in mind I, I haven't actually listened to no to one podcast, has though, though i'm gonna have to go this, do it we're recording for people of the future people I of like the future that will angle. want to know what happened to earth and we're we're broadcasting this into space so Eventually, it'll get there somewhere to intelligent life, and they'll be really amazed. Um, at what I, we you've probably to. already done this, but but just f for my own edification here, uh, I just want to say hello to the aliens. Oh, you know we don't usually say hello to the aliens enough. Uh, alien so, yeah, listeners, hi, hi, aliens. In the future, we love you. We we did this for you. Technically, all listeners are alien listeners in the future, just to some degree. Uh, that, there is a question. As to if by devil or you know, of this earth, or, or are they of a different earth? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're from a planet that's in a different location relative exactly. to most. Yeah, that's cool. I guess that I don't think that's a question. That sounds like they're from a different earth. Uh, so what have you been doing since uh, since destroying um, Fox News? Because it's definitely become an unhinged hunt against anarchists and Antifa in this country. Uh, um, well, immediately after that, we bunkered the president. Oh, that's right. A lot of people forget that one. There was just so much going on at once. Um, we we started an autonomous zone. It, yeah, yeah. We we well we we socially engineered him into the bunker and and then crowed about it for a few days. You know. <laughs> that's the thing. That's 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 the thing that I'm observing is a some people on the internet are doing bits that are. Uh, undercutting or slicing through the observation and action loop of Ooda loops. major Someone people. said it, I'm going to take a shot. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's on my don't talk about Fight Club list, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, the thing about Fight Club is Fight Club, you stopped being a secret when it became Project Mayhem. And that, yes, what I'm doing now, and that's where I'm at now. So, Correct. Yeah. So this is this is still what what people might call stochastic trolling. Um, stochastic in reference to like stochastic terrorism, where people on generally like far right extremist uh, radio shows will say things like "You should get the uh, everyone to be uh, afraid by killing them," and then people go out and try to get make people be afraid by killing them. That's terrorism. And the stochastic part is where they just randomly do it because they're in an environment that has been 
raised. I might be talking about Fight Club again. I'm literally talking about uh, Fight Club. No, so, so I don't talk about Fight Club. Everyone else talks about Fight Club. Yeah, you're just out there that's doing That's how it works. You're, you're I'm just not trenches. that guy. I, right, yeah, that, that's exactly what – if I slow down to try to explain, I'm falling behind. So, yeah. And, it's so it's literally get in the van, no time to explain. The, 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 you know. So what's some what, – what, uh, what gets – what's got you juiced right now? What's – what – you seeing you're seeing the clown cast as your future? No. What uh do you want do you want to reveal the long-term scale of your operations? Um well, so obviously I'm going to keep some cards close to my chest. Uh what <laughs> what I'll do instead is talk about what I'm I'm doing in real time um as opposed to to what I'm planning or or, or might think of. Uh, so, so, anyways, what I'm doing right now is um, the the last routine um, sort of created the, this mystique and, and rumor that that I had, you know, an intelligent service of clowns at my bidding. Um, at, at the point that you know the EU and the United Nations and the you know White House started taking that seriously, um, I decided I'd just go ahead and build it. Um. When you say the White House started taking that seriously, you just mean the theater uh, that we see in the daily life, or do you, or if you yeah, actually had your door knocked on? After, after we got the um, autonomous zone memed into existence in Seattle, um, there, there's a reason they started ranting about anarchists for about three weeks straight. So you you think the autonomous zone was created through internet memes? Uh, no, the branding of it was, as opposed to just another camp. Ah. The, it was it, going to happen on its own. The, the question was who got a hold of the um, the messaging. And how do you feel that that went? Uh, no, most of our listeners Beautiful. are not extremely online. So they may not uh, yeah, that, that I mean, beyond, well beyond. I mean, at, at the point the president is ranting about anarchists for three weeks straight. That, that's, of course, beyond our blue sky operational goals. You know, uh, we, they, you're, you're, you're in the rocket ship at that point. That's that's pretty amazing. You have you have somebody who is uh, addicted to the like dopamine cortisol loop of Blue Bird app, and he happens to run a country and yeah. be like mentally de- like uh, uh, decomposing. And you have uh, a bunch of dedicated trolls who are out there attempting to make it seem as if his wor- worst nightmares are happening, which then means he is going to respond as if. It, it, they are, which is going to cause a bunch of Antifa uh, or uh, looking Antifa-looking persons to be assaulted by federal police in a major city, trying to create a, both create and squash the spectacle of these like villainous anarchists. Um, do you think that that has been good for the political movements as a whole, or is it just funny? Um, I think that is a little too much to unpack in one reply. Um, so so what I'm gonna do is uh, pick out a, a single part of it and and elaborate a little further right um, so my angle on this is that because of the the bubble nature of, of social media communities uh, we're in a situation where they're going to create that drama over in Magaland whether we participate there or not uh, so the question doesn't become does that sort of thing happen or not the the question becomes, who has a hand in it and, and who gets to uh, drive from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that the, these sorts of dramas are also being like stoked on the left by outside or like by, by hostile uh, agitators? 
perhaps okay so the, the the issue with the left and the right and and liberals and what you might want to call the centrist bubble um is a matter of scale so so almost certainly those sorts of things are happening the the problem is that that like the left sphere you know of, of social media can be measured sometimes in tens or hundred thousands of users and the liberal and media spheres are of course measured in you know tens and hundreds of millions um so we, we have a very asymmetric environment where um even the same phenomenon happening in different bubbles uh ha has vastly different outcomes uh based on emergent issues of scale so you're saying that the that well, no, okay. So, so what it means is, is that uh, we may have um, explicit political political operators over here on the left, but the, mm -hmm. the total amount of damage they can actually cause is limited by their exposure. Uh, mm -hmm. Whereas on on the the liberal side of things, and, and definitely on the, the right wing side of things, we have these massive amplification networks uh, that that are sort of just drowning everyone else out in the room. Uh, what, what I have found is more effective than trying to compete with them in terms of volume uh, is simply to um, socially engineer them into talking about what i want them to talk about instead mm -hmm. so so as to make them either saying things that are patently ridiculous or maybe to get the effect of like uh when they like if if the the, the leftist anarchists have their way everybody will have free gay sex pizza and it's like but I, that sounds awesome both of those things and and also just to um disrupt whatever it seems like they have going on so so it seems like if you can see a a very large well-funded political operation moving into place in, in sort of the media ecosystem um i like to imagine that eight or nine guys volunteering their time hanging out in, in a you know chat somewhere able to disrupt that is, is you know again asymmetrically um, uh, effective uh, in the sense that you know if, if you measured our time in, in labor to the tune of, of minimum wage or, or whatever is, is the standard going rate and then compared that to the hundreds of millions of dollars being spent on these uh, political campaigns um, the, the bang for your buck is pretty high absolutely so that's this is like the the ideas of like fourth generation warfare and stuff where it's which is or like the the functional properties of isis or the ypg or the even the trump campaign in 2016 they all uh, run functional is a good word yeah and, yeah and, not and because it, it, it this isn't the preferred way of doing this right the the issue is um i have a budget of 57 dollars a month for my patreon and um <laughs> they have a budget of approximately infinite dollars uh listeners if you want to help support independent media stochastic clowning networks you can go to patreon.com slash neural culture yep neural culture neural culture uh and that name doesn't mean anything by the way uh back when i actually had to just set the accounts up it was just important that i got a somewhat coherent name um relatively short that i could get on it on a number of platforms at once so, so everyone asks, it? And, and it doesn't actually, you know, I, I use a brain symbol for it now because it's thematically appropriate. But but other than that, it, it was, you know, you just have to use something. Uh, when you say you use a brain symbol for it, um, where do you? Oh, how, oh, just an emoji. On the on the account itself? That, that's just the only thematic, you know, a, a culture of the mind, so to speak, was the a only. Culture of the uh, it's nice. You know, it has, it has attached to it. Right. Yeah. It has a good role to it. You'll, um, you and so 
back to the uh, eight to nine uh, people sitting around in a chat room. This is like the asymmetric power that news act- news people actually answer to somebody. Like they have to go and serve their masters and create content all the time. And because of that, it seems like if you just create enough content that is sensational enough, they will just report on somebody else having created content. And that that seems like this Lara Logan thing where she's like, I would go so I'm far as to say that Antifa. is the bulk of their operations now. It's just repeating what people said on Twitter. And yep. Yeah. So how did... So for I call it living in the journalist's heads. Living in the... <laughs> How you, you get like... it now, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, I like that. It's all. How do you uh, build? It? How do you feel like you can uh, a normal, uh, like, social media user with the, with that doesn't have thousands of followers can like participate in this in a way that they can get thousands of followers. Do you think it's something that it can be done or is it a special art? I would say that if if you're willing to devote the time to it, um, that it's something that anyone can do, much like uh, getting into vaudeville, it is a (laughs) discipline. It's perhaps Uh, the best way to put it. Uh, Do you have any best practices? I mean, mean, yes, but but like that, that's the thing I'm doing now is I'm currently codifying it in in some ways and and starting my troop and and sort of, you know, I I don't want to say teaching, but perhaps demonstrating uh, to a engaged audience what what I'm doing um, and, and, you know, with with, with asides and whatnot. That's what the, the, the discord is about these days. And how do listeners find your discord? Um. That is actually a matter of some question, right? So, so right now, um, it's just follow along on Twitter at Circus of Anarchy, and uh, I occasionally po- post the the other services. Uh, the The idea is it, it sort of has some mystique, and there is a temporal quality, which is to say that I don't always have links available for these things. Oh sure, and, so and that's so that and, find a fucking portal. Is yeah, saying. well, the just idea like the well, it, it's, it's, it's from it's the, the it, it's the Rick and Morty joke, you know. Um, I'll never uh, know a Rick and Morty joke. I refuse to know a Rick and okay, Morty well, joke. Okay, well, some people will get it, and it, it's you know, in and out, twenty minute adventure. <laughs> um, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see if that makes it onto the final cut. You got it right. Out. I don't care. <laughs> no, it's fine. I I'm probably just a grump. Um. We've been going nonstop, Rick. It's not healthy. You know, these are my teenage years. I, I just found out Jessica's single. Oh, that's wow, Morty. Wow. What an exciting life you lead. Let's go. In and out. 20 minutes adventure. Okay, so anyways, the, the gist of it is that uh, what I'm actually doing behind the scenes with that is pumping engagement. Meaning what that, that I don't get so many uh, fair weather followers. Um, you, you've got to kind of want to be a part of this thing or you get kind of boofed as I change acts. Uh, that's great that that is a dopamine loop Um, Uh, that and i I also just have uh, engagement metrics matter when when you're in the game of social engineering so so keeping six thousand active followers on the the list is more useful to me Uh than having sixty thousand people just seeing my tweets Uh uh-huh how do you uh how do you keep track of those engagement metrics um, I mean, so for starters, you can just use the analytics in Twitter. Uh, you can also set up properties on Google Analytics and uh, any number of other third-party services. And what are you, what are you what metrics are you looking for when you're trying to like 
maintain that engage, engagement so that you have people paying attention to your bids. Uh, okay, so so two things. One, um, there this is an entire genre of thing. That, that there's literally entire careers that people make out of studying social media metrics. So uh, that, that's another just like massive can of worms. Uh, the other thing is the particular metrics that I'm following change, and that, that that's back into like how the sausage is made. You know, so it, it, it's not that I don't want to answer it. It's that I could sit here and talk about it for three hours. All right. Well, we don't have that kind of time. Exactly. But- so, so, if you, so want to like, describe, you know, I, I, do you want an example? Maybe I mean, like, as opposed to me yeah. trying to, to be, you know, yeah, yeah. Like you in any way be, comprehensive. You don't have to be comprehensive. I'm I'm just curious how how the attitude feels when you're doing these things, and like what the, what the kind of uh, an example. Uh, okay, well, like. well, just to, to give a surface level interpretation, uh, I, I'm more interested in replies than retweets and likes. Mm. And why is that? Uh, because people who will jump into your replies are are actually following your timeline manually. Uh, meaning they might join into a conversation that you join into all on their own and, and without you uh, having to coordinate it ahead of time. Uh, keep in mind, I'm looking for impressions and views on the back end. I'm, I'm not trying to just make a tweet and and get it to go viral. They, they, they go viral on their own often well after the fact. You're trying to make it uh, a good tweet that hit that. What what are, when you say you're not you're not trying to make a tweet that will go viral you're just trying to make a tweet that will entertain your reply guys i'm trying to get someone else's tweet to go viral oh but by retweeting it or by replying to it by increasing the engagement like like, so you you pick something that um should be a fiery hot take right like 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 somebody just did or said something on on, we'll just use twitter it's where i mostly work these days uh but uh it's not the only social media place that you can do this Uh, you can do it in reddit very very easily too um but but you find something that that is is just spicy hot and and no one has paid attention to and and most people would think that that what you would want to do from there is to just go on your big platform and tweet about it right make a thread or whatever but in my experience um that just triggers a popularity contest between you and the other account um so what you actually want to do is just start a conversation in their mentions that doesn't stop so that it ties it sort of twines your you two together it, it ties you together to the story you, you you insert yourself into the story naturally uh so that if it goes anywhere that that's already you know part of it right like like there was no big conversation and you're right there at the beginning uh and, and then you uh, sort of uh parachute out at the, at the most dramatic moment and and ideally right when they take the bait and, and start arguing with randos in their mentions uh-huh and thus you, your name is associated with all of this glory that is happening from the hordes of minions battling in the mentions and you the... would think so, but but no, it it, it, it oh. turns out that, that after the fact, the researchers find out about you, but but the general public has forgot about you, and they're just standing around watching the trash fire. Uh, well, yeah, the trash fires are fun, but I mean, I mean, like as far as the algorithm's attention, like the uh, engagement metrics um, are, are more fire. important to the algorithm and how many people that that it surfaces a tweet to uh, than likes or retweets. So, so that that's why that matters. Wow. Okay. So that could change. That that is how it works now. Uh, how do you know how, how often Twitter changes things like this? I mean, do you uh, have a usually feel uh, sometimes they make changes on the back end, and we don't. You just got to have to like follow the conversation when people start talking about changes and in, in how the, the you know there, there's no manual. Um, but but usually uh-huh. when there's a big UI update, they've done changes to the algorithm on the back end too. Uh huh. And then and that's then, a good time that, to start poking around, you know, to see how things work. 
this is like the thing that happened recently with threading. Um, the, there was something like uh, they made it possible to to thread all the uh, replies together in a tweet just infinitely, and then now everybody just like writing blogs in mm-hmm. the form of like a billion tweets um, and get uh, messing with that me- mechanism. And it did get me about three thousand followers, uh, uh, which was, by the way, about two thousand seven hundred more than I wanted at the time. <laughs> but but uh, uh, just playing with that mechanism is where the true clown uh, routine came from. That's right. True Clown was. Well, I have like two up. podcast episodes explaining um, or, or talking uh-huh. about this exact mechanism. Yeah. Okay, so that was riffing on the mil, the mil, or um, following the Milwaukee. It wasn't uh, riffing on it. I, I, yeah, I, I so, so this is actually a good segue here, if you ask me. Um, so one of the things that I do different um, than than an actual internet troll, which is why I said I, I think I'm off in some new horizon that isn't really even. I, I'm doing post ironic uh, public you know performance art here in, in in the sense that um i wasn't riffing on anything um i actually solved the case and and documented the investigation i just did it wearing grease paint so this was this is clown noir uh sort of yeah yeah so you know it, it it's post irony in that that uh, i mean with with all the as much silly dressing as you like um i i was actually you know digging through hundreds of hours of live stream video and recordings and uh poking around trying to find those girls and so you, uh, trying re- to discover recap, who had uh, set the fires you know and, and ultimately i did it was the cops that did it so i don't know that all of our uh listeners are aware of this thing that happened in the u.s this last month or so would you, would you can you recap in any uh concise way Ooh, milwaukee you mean yeah um okay so milwaukee is a story that um broke at just some really unfortunate timing um it was very shortly after the george floyd protests really took off and the uh police precinct got burned down in minneapolis mm-hmm. so this in the um, same state uh no uh, I, I don't think so <laughs> okay is it i'm, I'm I, sorry I'm, i haven't slept I in a long time I'm, I'm yeah Oof, that's, that's a basic detail to get wrong right now but this is what i get from being like yes hit me up anytime literally <laughs> So I'm just going to roll on here past that one. But uh, it's um, Wisconsin and Milwaukee, pretty sure. Uh, So, no. Ah, Anyways. Uh, Minneapolis and Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah, okay. People, Wisconsin. Like I was gonna say, I, it, it is different thing. states, but they're just, yeah, they're Midwest yeah, yeah. states. But I went there last year, and names, they're basically yeah. the same. Okay, yeah, and, and they're pretty close geographically too. So, so forgive me for not being local to the area. Is the only reason I was even getting a little. Uh, uh, I know anybody around the area is is going to be upset now. <laughs> That's okay. I, I assure they, you, when they, I was in the zone, when I, I had maps pulled up, and I was being very specific about where all the locations were. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so anyways, um, what's this, what's the, the, what's the issue the, with the, the Milwaukee scoop. story is that it would have been, in my opinion, like a full national story that it got a lot of coverage, except it just happened on the heels of this police precinct getting burned down. Uh, so so while everybody else was covering the George Floyd protests, I just did this you know ridiculously long deep dive uh, into this series of houses that got burned down supposedly by protesters in Milwaukee uh, who were trying to um, – there's really no way to say this gently. Uncover a Pizzagate-style sex trafficking ring that they believe was ran by police. That and that that was the official story was that it was possibly by protesters. These 
places being burned down? The the I don't know if which would call an official story because it, it never really got picked up by CNN or Fox or or any uh, mainstream news. You know, it, it was this massive thing that was happening, uh, but everybody was just caught up watching this police pre you know just watching reruns this police precinct burned down for which like is, two weeks which is and they just fun. weren't paying attention to other protest uh news that was happening right so what what was the but it, but as you just said it was the cops to start the fires it looks like that to me and, and, and i doc and i went into the live streams and, and and sort of showed on video you know what what i was looking at and you watched the people that were running around with gas cans and and were sort of the first on the scene at all the fires um constantly go back and forth between the protester and police lines to confer with the cops <laughs> and, I, and i got that from like 19 different angles and so i tweeted about it um for about 16 hours a day for about two weeks straight um until i had went through every single hour of video live tweeting it and that was true clown in Milwaukee. Wow. Um, and so that was my experiment with those long form um, threads is my point. I, I took it to like this extreme point of absurdity. Where you are just like threading every single comment into every other comment. Uh, 800 uh, roughly was the longest one. There was three major threads and the longest one was 800. Yeah. Wow. I don't. I mean, I, with I, pictures, me. I mean, like, like in context, talking about one thing. You know. yeah. So I picked up about three thousand followers um, from the beginning uh, to the end of that routine, um, and uh-huh. ten Patreon uh, subscribers. Uh, keep in mind, when I started, I didn't have a, a patron. People, I, I waited for people to ask um, while I was doing it, and, and then set it up in real time as I went. I mean, tweeting about it. I, I do everything transparent on the timeline, you know. And and so it, it netted me ten new Patreon followers, and um, you know, and that that that's income um and three thousand twitter followers just th- those 800 tweets or so which who you then are just going to take on a totally different ride with a new bit now that they they have signed up for the ride. I, I had to slow down for about two weeks and explain yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and worth noting that was the only time i had ever explained but I, I figured since you know i had literally so many thousands of people coming in breathless about this story in in milwaukee that uh, you know, they I, in good faith they deserved a little bit of a, a denouement and explainer as to how we, they got there in the first place. You know, uh, <laughs> and the, this was not just in, in my clown costume. You know, yeah. my, my metaphorical clown outfit. That's that's beautiful. That's a form of uh, of real time poetic theater that uh, any any historical uh, artist would of of the clown act would approve of. Um, uh, yeah, I, I hopefully will uh, expand into some more um, less explicitly always clown themed stuff, but kind of stay in the, the carnival rubric. And, and that is actually just because some of the talent that I'm bringing in right now um, aren't as into this clown stuff as, as you know, my, my current uh, honestly, crew might be. A circus has to have a lot of ty- different types of acts. <laughs> Exactly, and, and, and now that I'm starting an actual circus, it's time to, to go in that direction. Yeah, and and, and, the, and of course, you know, the clowns never go away. I mean, they're they're always omnipresent in any circus. So, yeah, I, I think it's a good transition. Really, the ringmaster is just a form of clown, if Correct. you look at him. Um. Uh, well, I, it, it, technically, it's the other way. Around. I mean, well, yeah, that's there's a whole world of, of of this in this genre that you can get into into in you know debating these specifics. Not that we're debating, but but uh, you know, it, it, Carney um, uh, minutia is in and of itself Carney an entire minutia. subject. You know, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, of course. This is not a Carney Minutia podcast. Right. Yeah. Also, for the record, and I'm sorry if, if, if you want to, you know, um, just take this entire segment out later, uh, nor do I do the Nick Land podcast, right? I, I, I don't even um, overly associate with, with those. You, know what? you don't think – you think Nick Land has a podcast? Uh, no, uh, just because of another bit that I did where I was running down the, the uh, psychedelic Nazis, right, and, and they were calling themselves accelerationists. Um, I, I have sort of this, you know, tail end of uh, accelerationist Twitter still following me around. Oh, yeah. Uh, but those... And so it's one of those where it's, it's a real thing, but it's also a bit about a real thing. And, you know, you're off in some weird post-ironic place. Our our podcast is absolutely accelerationist in its in that same ironic way, because um, good nobody knows what that means, but it it would be nice if that ever if there was a lot of chaff about it. I was hoping. Okay, so so that's why I was I was afraid to say it, but I thought maybe I was in the right room. Uh, that, <laughs> right, that's right. correct. We're, we're I I'm the uh, I'm the biocosmist accelerationist of this podcast. There's a, the biocosmist okay. anarchist okay. is. Uh, um, but, you know what? Because we brought Gwen up earlier, let, let's go ahead and um, you know uh, salt the feed a little here. Uh, I, I don't technically <laughs> consider myself an accelerationist, um, but it, that's only in the same way that like I don't consider myself an evolutionist. You know, to, to me, evolution is just this thing that's out there happening, and and you know. Only in the context of people who don't believe in evolution does, uh, you know, the term evolutionist make any sense, right? Like, like to people that, that just see that as a phenomenon in the world and take it into account, um, that, that is a, a, a particularly important part of their identity, whether they believe in, in evolution or not. It, it's people that don't believe in evolution um, that make it part of their identity. So that that's how I feel about accelerationism. It's just a it's just a fact of life, right? Yeah, it, it's not something that I, I particularly identify with or not, and, and and I consider identifying with it kind of a category error, you know. <laughs> it's a it's a certain it certainly tends to be more of a pie crew avatar for the fucking uh, certain type of academic set. It tends to it tends to be an identity that people take on as a way of signifying what they would like to talk about to other people, rather than an actual coherent uh like prescriptive plan it's just like but it is yeah. nice to know when you're talking to somebody who perceives well, and, that like and, accelerating and, and that forces and, and was to me um sort of an acceptable state of affairs until the nazi entryism started uh nazi entryism into acceleration. accelerationism correct yeah, yeah. That, that's well, where nick lane comes into the conversation right well i mean he's he's probably doing nazi accelerationism before i was uh uh eating my raisin bran cereal instead of sugar cereal at least the ah. uh, but i mean nick, nick land is not the first to like turn futurism into fascism like the original futurist yeah the fascists leaned into futurism and the early futurists were right. fascists correct yeah noticing that things are going fast um, and uh, taking to be transhumanism back from the fascist is in and of itself a project worth you know, exploring. That's this project. Welcome to the Intergalactic Railroad. Uh, okay, well, I, I consider nice... myself an anarcho-transhumanist. Um, so, like, ah, when people great. ask what my, um, you know, how, how they talk about uh, tendencies in anarchism now, you know, I, I, yeah. I'm a little older. I come from um, what you would now call uh, anarchism without adjectives, you know, just, just straight up black flag punk anarchist stuff. Um, was, but but you if you asked me, anarchism on right, a large exactly. chart. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but if you ask me today, um, I'm an anarcho transhumanist, but I, I then also tell people that there's like five of us total, you know. So, so what does that matter? You know, it, no, it, no. It, it's a niche. The Intergalactic Railroad is the official podcast of the anarchist transhumanist, and there are at least five more that don't listen to this podcast that I've heard of. But the, oh, the okay. Other... Well, I've got about a dozen transhumanist clowns I'd like to introduce you to. <laughs> Please bring them. <laughs> you know, not not my whole Discord. Discord, but I mean, there, there is a transhumanist caucus. You know, the everybody uh, the, comes. They're into becoming come to the right and galactic railroad uh, Discord. Neatly transcends uh, or, or neatly, uh, you know, hooks up with the, the clown stuff. I find the more the people you ask, if you really ask them stuff, they eventually reveal that they're anarcho-transhumanists. The more that I you would ask agree with stuff, that. they just like think about it and they're like, no, I would not like to die tomorrow. I would not like to die any day. <laughs> I, I would also like the fascists to not be in charge of the genetic engineering. Yeah, I would. I would. Right. I, yeah. I would feel more comfortable if that was in everybody's hands instead of just yours, officer. Exactly right. That, that, and, and that is uh, my anarcho transhumanism doesn't actually run much deeper than that. But that that, that puts me solidly in the camp. You know? That's right. Uh, we were all already always were anarcho-transhumanists, as well as astronauts flooding through space on the Intergalactic Railroad. This has been a great show, uh, Rusty. Would you like to uh, uh, propagate any particular meme or command to the listener that uh, they might no, follow? Not, not at this time. All right, then I'm going to tell them to go to patreon.com slash intergalactic railroad, which we have made spruced up and nice and made it look like it's not going to steal your uh, hard-earned wallet money. And you can, if you are really trying to give us money, as well as going to patreon.com slash neuralculture and contributing to the Clown Show project. Um, I thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me. Thank you.